amazed when he got hot, he could still keep it kind of right here and be effective. While they were elevating, he was keeping it right here. That's pretty amazing. It, it, you got it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. So what have you learned this week? Anything? Yeah. I, I learned about boundaries. Um, just understanding boundaries and how important they are um, for you to, you know, establish them in relationships. Because fundamentally, I believe life is about relationships and good ones, healthy ones. But for them to be healthy, you have to have boundaries. So then you don't get, um, you don't, you don't explode because you're repressing stuff. Mm. And so, and then too, that keeps them, the people that you're in relationships with understanding your boundaries and then they make adaption, uh, they adapt to it or they knowingly or unknowingly cross it. And then I have to restate what the boundary is. And then if they do it again, then I realize these people have to be moved further to the outskirts. Yeah. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. I, I love that. And from nonviolent communication, which I have another podcast called the art of NBC, uh, that's huge. The boundaries. And it's almost like that's the whole reason that we have miscommunications or fights and stuff, because someone's not enforcing the boundary. Mm. And like you said, this is how life works, right? If you get annoyed and bothered by someone um, crossing a boundary, First of all, if a boundary that you never told them, mm. women, Ooh. women, come on, mm-hmm. we can't, we ain't mind readers. It's mm-hmm. not only women, but common women. Like, there's something that upsets them. They don't bring it up. They want you to read their mind. Um, the women that I've had the experiences with, not all women, um, but so. It, first of all, you have to uh, declare your boundaries, and if someone crosses it, and you don't bring it up, you don't talk to them about it then that feeling in you does not go away. It, what does it do? It just chills. It hides. It grows in power. It gathers troops. And then the next time, <laughs> secretly too, the other person doesn't know. <laughs> troops are gathered. And then the next time they cross that boundary, you might have enough troops to explode and go to war. And you're like, Rah! and they're like, what the, where is this coming from? It's been building in you. Your troops have been gathering. So this is why it's important to bring up and talk at... Have uncomfortable conversations. You can't avoid uncomfortable conversations. No, sir. No, sir. You must have them. And hold on. Okay. Um, you must have uncomfortable conversations to avoid blowing up over like disproportionately to mm. the uh, alleged offense or boundary. So just bring up your boundaries. You might have to tell them once or twice. It's fine. Hey, that's it. I mean, you know, um, confrontation delayed is confrontation multiplied. There's just no way around it. So, you know, <clears throat> that. so basically what we're saying is it's your responsibility to create boundaries for health of relationships, mm. you know, it really is because I realize that's what's, you know, making relationships hard, especially between men and women is boundaries aren't upheld. So both parties can get frustrated because conversations weren't had and things blew up or petered out because, you know, the principles weren't right. You weren't living up to what makes a relationship successful. And so, then you just go your separate ways and nothing happens. You don't build nothing. You don't invest in nothing. 
Because we got to invest in people, both of us. That's what it's about, you know. To me, if there's more to it than that, please explain it to me because, you know, I'm all ears, but it's really about relationships and healthy relationships and, and building stuff with people, you know. So what, can we talk about what 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 is the uh, catalyst for this revelation of boundaries? Was it you that had the boundary or was it someone else? Well, it's um, a lot of uh, what's going on with me, plus I'm cleansing now, but I think the cleansing is helping me put a lot of loose ends together and what my problems are. And uh, and it has me, I see a lot, you know, but I didn't know how to make the best use of, of what I, I believe I see, you know, above average. I see people, I see social situations very clearly. But I didn't know how to use it, you know, and be effective with it. You know what I mean? And uh, I had to understand, you know, when I get frustrated, why that's happening. Mm. You know, and I can cut a lot of it out. A lot of your frust- a lot of why you're getting frustrated. Frustrated with just people, and it's it's getting easier now because I know it's the truth, and and you have to, because um, you know you got to think it out, you got to listen to people, you got to see it happening. Um, but uh, you know, boundaries are important, and when I let things go too far without, you know, bringing it up, then I turn into a bomb, a ticking bomb. Mm. You know what I mean? So, so what yeah. ha- can we talk about what happened? Or no, you don't want to talk about. I mean, I it, nothing really like one thing happened. It's it's well, I can definitely say you know, looking in the last five years when I started dating more, um, how I was uh, not understanding women. Mm. and that and and now that i understand that it was all my fault because i wasn't setting boundaries bam and knowing what i want because i know who i am Mm -hmm. i was just playing you know to them and um too far too far too far too far and then then, building irritation was building you're not bringing it up and then you would explode and then i would just yeah get irritated or explode and you drop a grenade i drop a grenade hand grenade um so yeah do you want to get into the details of the last hand grenade? Um, I think that's good podcast material. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> we don't use no names. No names, no names. Um, it's just, a, it, this This is what happened to me from, you know, from back in Cali, too. It's just um, getting, uh, well, not understanding. Tell the story. Let's, let's, let's get the details. Okay. This, this happened a few times. So, you know, I'll say three women. Okay, three women. That I, you know, start to, you know get their time and we're starting to hang out and I am trying to be, you know, respectful and what I think that is, you know, to them, um, just respectful, going slow, this and that, um, getting to know them, trying to like think what they want and, um, try to be a good guy, go slow, be respectful, um, and not receiving, um, uh, what I'm looking for, mm-hmm. you know, and and so getting friend zoned, getting getting friend zoned, basically because you're not making the move, you're not, they're not opening the door, and I think okay, so basically from the past when you're younger, uh, when you were younger, when I was younger, yeah, um, you know, women would make themselves known that you were yeah you were cool in high school, you were hanging out with cool dudes, you were good looking, you were smooth. And it was effortless. It was Almost too easy, right? Sometimes it was, it was scary. It was like it was too your face. much. Yeah, it was too much actually. 
And then, of course, I got a you know girlfriend through my 20s. So I was in a hardcore relationship for seven years. And then getting out of it, the world's changing. The dating world is changing. Men and women, how they're dealing with each other has changed. And so in my early 30s, you know, things would come. I would just kind of wait for the easy, low-hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. Girls who were just into you, you go out, it's down, it's going down. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all that. And you start getting older after 35, and then they're, you know, you actually have to... All the low-hanging fruit's already picked. You're like, what? <laughs> well, I think it's all really there. It's just that I, it wasn't coming the way it used to, and, mm-hmm. and I have to show game. I have to be mm. uh, something other than the young, good-looking guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And now I got to get my finances right. I got to get be something a woman would want to date. And so I wasn't making that connection. And so I was a little frustrated in that time, and I didn't want to put in any work. My fault. <laughs> <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about what happened that one time on 6th Street. Uh, when, when we were going to go out? And we went out, and I was like, bro, you can't wear these Yeah, <laughs> so I was out of tune with going out, because I was way out of tune. Um, and so my cousin, Micah here, uh, Tempo. We, yeah, Tempo. Te- uh, tr- uh, no. I mean, Stretch. stretch. <laughs> <laughs> my cousin, Stretch, um, you know, uh, was more, he was getting into all this stuff. He was learning the game. He was, he was more advanced. And, uh, yeah, I wasn't as smooth as you and popular and like confident. Uh, I, I didn't know myself like you did when you were growing up. So although I did, you know, I, I met girls, I always had to work a bit. Um, you know, I'm not, I wasn't like, you kind of, you were like it, you were the shiznit kind of, you know what I mean? Right. I was like a bit of an outcast shiznit. Right. You know what I mean? So I didn't get all that. So I had to put more work. I had more, you know, time spent working. Right. The rules. Yeah. So, and I didn't. So, you know, so I had to learn the, the game later. So we're going to go out and I haven't been out. I've been in a whole nother zone. Uh, and uh, so we, we're going to go out and we're getting ready and I'm wearing sweats because I've gotten so out of touch with, <laughs> I've gotten so out of touch with the game. With what women want and respond know. to. Right. And I was letting my, you know, grooming go and I was just kind of, hey, you know what, you know, uh, I should be able to go out and they should, you know, figure out who I am and this, this and that. And just foolish nonsense that just doesn't work. He thought he could go out on 6th Street wearing sweatpants and women were going to see past the sweatpants and, yes. and understand the gym that he was. And then Micah, before we even left, so he's looking at me, he goes, no, you cannot go out <laughs> with that. And I'm like, and I got hurt. I got butt hurt. Okay, and I'm sitting here trying to defend this, what women should see and see beyond and giving all these bullshit beta arguments, you know, and it just shows you, you can get so out of touch, you can get so out of touch, um, and the game is changing constantly, you know, um, and you just, you know, you have to know what it is, you know, and adapt to it, you know, and don't be a fool and think it's all going to conform to you. So anyway... Um, I'm embarrassed of it because I was literally making arguments with passion, which were ridiculous. <laughs> oh man! And so we, you know, I changed and we moved on, and, and and it still took me a long time even after that. But um, but now um, you know, grooming and all that stuff is important, and you have to acknowledge what it is. Don't be a fool; you'll be left behind. Yeah, you got. I get. Yeah, you got. You got. You got to acknowledge the the rules of reality, which is what. I have a problem with a lot, and I think a lot of children have, uh, kids, youth have a problem with, is the adults in school and on, like, just around, they're not living in reality. And they try to tell the kids, like, things that just, they lie. They're like, for instance, they're like, 
drugs are bad. Don't do drugs. Okay, everybody does drugs. 99.9% of the people on the planet Earth, or at least in America, they're going to do some form of drug. That's reality. Let's live in reality. Instead of saying don't do drugs, I would suggest that we say do drugs properly. Mm, you know, they're medicine. Don't do them every day like all of us do. Damn near all of us drinking coffee. That's a drug. Don't, don't fool yourself. Mm-mm. Sugar, candy, that's a drug. What is the definition of a drug? Something you ingest that changes how you feel. Okay? But sugar is a low-level drug. It's a poison. So it's a harsh, you know, it's a little, it's a bigger poison than this drug, but there's coffee, there's weed, there's antidepressants, there's alcohol. These are all drugs. Then, you know, and then you got all the other crazy hardcore drugs, cocaine. There's drugs, dude. Everybody does drugs. And most likely you're doing them all together. Yeah, yeah. You're doing them all. So we should just teach the kids how to do drugs instead of acting like, no, don't do any drugs, which we know is not going to happen. So, you know, we got to live in reality. And, and when you're dealing with women, men and women, yes, there's just a reality. Women are going to respond to a man that's well-groomed, that is confident. Uh, assertive. Assertive. Most women like a masculine man, unless they're a masculine woman, and then maybe they want to beta, you know, um, a feminine man. I don't know. But. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, you know, um, you know, we just have to adhere to the rules of life. And to buy into, like, fairy tales, because it seems like, this culture is um, making or uh, uh, trying to seduce people into believing in fairy tales because it makes them feel good. But I look at it as it's a war on critical thinking. Ooh, because as I love critical thinking. Me too. And so it's a war on that. Yes. Because people would rather have fairy tales or the donut instead of the broccoli. Critical thinking is critical thinking. It takes effort. You have to dissect stuff. You have to think about many different aspects of the problem and find and locate it and then create solutions. Mm-hmm. But if you want to believe in fairy tales, well, no, I can, I can see reality on my terms. No, men can have their period. They no, can. they cannot. <laughs> men can have babies, meaning a transgender man. Um, you know, so we start playing those games. To me, it's just an, it's obvious. It's war on critical thinking. Yeah. Cuz that's what makes that's what makes good rebellion against the powers because with our critical thinking we can balance everything out. There's always going to be powerful people, but if we're critical thinkers, they can't get too powerful. But if we just want to believe those fairy tales. Man, right? that's deep, you know? And it's all about the youth. It's all about the adults we all we we know it's lies, but we're acting like these fairy tales are are, are true. And then the youth, they're not wise enough to know what's true or not true, mm. especially when they're told it so many times. And then mm. they start growing up in this fairy tale land. And the truth is going to slap them in the face sooner or later, but probably after they've already become slaves and, and made mm. life choices that have made them, you know, hooked up so deeply to the system that it's very hard to break free. As right. opposed to you've already they're here. The fairy tales are here to rewire your pat, your brain patterns. So then it's hard to 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 get the pattern back on track, to be effective, to see what reality really is, how it works, how it operates. You know, nature already embedded in us the blueprint. Yeah. So we want to talk about reality. That's what we're going to be real on this podcast. We're gonna, mm-hmm. As far as we are able to understand and ascertain what the truth is, that's where we go. Mm-hmm. We don't care if it's inappropriate. It's a court, The truth is always appropriate. Right. So it's always going to be appropriate. We don't care if it's, you know, somewhat uncomfortable. Right. Or somewhat against what the woke, it, yeah. a.k.a. the asleep, 
<laughs> you say you're woke, you're asleep. You're guys. asleep. <laughs> you're in deep slumber, REMs, and being told what to do. Yeah. So um, it's crazy too because, man, I mean, I just, it, we all want to believe things that make us feel good. I realize how powerful that is. And, and that's why, you know, you want to know how to get rich? Tell women what they want to hear. You know what I mean? And men. But I'm just saying women because they're the ones who actually are the biggest purchasers in, in the market. You know, so you're always trying to get them to, uh, if you want them to buy your product, you tell them what they want to hear. You know, instead of like, hey, these are the realities that you have to balance that out with. You know what I mean? But to sell to anybody, really, I'm not just saying women, but in men too, you tell them what they want to hear. You know what I mean? And it makes it easier because we want to hear these things. We want to believe there's a God and there's a, you know, heaven and, you know, um, there's a place, you know, we can go and it's going to be great. Those things make me feel good. I want to believe it. And I'm not even saying they're not true, but I still going to use my critical thinking all the way up until that point. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, <clears throat> I wouldn't say it's okay or cool to lie, right? You can, like, I think a good salesman, if you're selling something, you could tell people what they want to hear as long as it's true. So you can frame things as mm. long to me, as long as it's rooted in truth. Truth is more important than wealth or anything. Right. It, it is divine. The truth is divine. So if you're lying to your customer, that's not good. I don't care. Then you're not really getting rich. To me, you're getting poorer. And and your customers are probably not going to be long-term customers. You might, you're like, oh, it's the best. It's the quick. And it's the last time you ever have to take this and, you know, cure your baldness one shot. And you're like, oh, shit, you buy it and it doesn't work. All right. You know, it doesn't work. But if you're like, listen, this will give you, take this and it will improve the bald spot by maybe 10%. And you have to take it every three months, but it will do that. Then you might get a lifelong customer. You know what I mean? So this is one of my dilemmas, though. Like, why do people get fooled? Again, it just goes to more so the question is, why can't people discern that that makes me feel good to hear that? But it's not been tested, you know, um, and, and but then to realize the world you're living in is marketers and advertisers they know their demographic really well. So, hey, we know they're going to be susceptible to fairy tales. Mm -hmm. And so the real question is, okay, they're doing it knowingly, very specifically. Yeah. You know, and so it's just, you know, I just want to make people aware that, you know, people who are advertisers are studying demographics. And they're hitting you on an emotional level, too. Mm -hmm. That's why, like, you know, they're selling Coke, but it's like these three beautiful girls and having great fun with their friends out at the river. So they're selling, they're hitting you on, you know, that emotional subconscious level. So it's not even like a direct lie, it's just like an implied lie. And then we get that emotional feeling. That's just like, that's just, that's like a cheat code to manipulating humans because we're simple like that. And, and you know, it's weird. Like, why is anybody fat, right? Why is anybody obese? They know they don't want to be obese. They know that why why are they obese? Because they're eating too much. Why don't they just stop eating so much? It's like it's just not that simple. That's just not that's just not the reality we live in. We're emotional beings. We want to feel good now, and we we sacrifice the future for the now, and so that's that's kind of you know. And we want to we want to feel good about whatever we're doing, and we want to justify it instead of saying, because I think also outside of the war on critical thinking, it's a war on standards that are here and tried and true fundamentally undisputed facts, you know, of there are some standards, fundamentals. Of course, there's new quirks and different nuances to it, but there's fundamental standards to, like you say, uh, 
obesity. Like if somebody, that's why they want the narrative. Oh, you're big and you should love your curves. And, you know, go on that whole narrative that makes you feel good to never change. Or even too, I would even say, because um, I'm hearing it so much, is the whole manifesting. And, I, you know, they want to believe, well, just manifest it, girl, and that's it. But you forgot, you forgot the counterpart to manifesting. Active work mm. is the counterpart to manifesting. They got to work together. But they just want to lean into, just think about it the way you want to think about it. And then if somebody's actually giving you some critical advice, you know, I can't let that in my brain because then, then you know, the fact that uh, maybe, you know, after 35, I can't have babies. I don't want to think about it that way. It just it doesn't make me feel good. So I'm going to not see it. You know what I mean? So you want everything on your terms and you can't understand like what good information is, is to help you grow. You know what I mean? And bad information is to delay, you know, your growth. Because it's telling, and, and plus, if you're apt, you know, to actually be, want to believe that, you know, then it's easier to do that, easier to eat the donut than eat the broccoli. You know, it's always going to be that. So that's main, main, mainly one of the questions that we should try to dissect. Like, what is it in us that would would rather eat the broccoli and waste time? I mean, eat the donut and waste time and deteriorate instead of acknowledging that the broccoli doesn't taste as good, but it be, it heals me, it, it feeds me. Well, I think it's actually even more complicated too because if you offer a a pure child like a baby, right? Mm. Um, broccoli, or let's say not even broccoli, like fruit or a donut, it's gonna probably eat the fruit um, and even maybe the broccoli. But we get hooked on because you know when you after you've you cleansed. You don't want to go eat a Hershey's bar because it's mm -mm. too sweet. You're like, mm -mm. ew, it doesn't even, you know. And uh, and on when you fast, you don't even. It doesn't even look like food anymore. You look at it like that is that looks like a like art or looks like you know like. Or because you woke up the second brain, your stomach and your stomach is now clean and it looks at that. Say, uh, uh, you ain't putting that in. No, here. yeah, it doesn't even want it. It's like <laughs> not even, you know. So we're we're we get, but like parents, many parents they feed their kids poison from day one. This you know, uh, and they get hooked on that, and then sometimes it never ends. So. So it's like a big part of that is we want the donut because we're hooked on sugar and, and we're not cleansed. So we can't discern that the actual the broccoli would actually be more rewarding and taste better. So that's why cleansing is so important. Right. Everybody, I don't care who you are, we all need to cleanse regularly. No matter how healthy your lifestyle is. And let's be real, it probably is not that healthy. <laughs> it's just not. Mm -mm. It's a toxic world. You yeah. got to cleanse. You got to take a break from the toxicity. And I'm, I'm telling myself, too, because I, I, I'm, I'm due. I'm overdue yeah. for my own cleanse. I've done many cleanses. They're all amazing. Bro, uh, Tempo right now is on a cleanse. Mm -hmm. What's the cleanse you're doing right now? It's called Purium. And basically, it's just like um, you get one meal a day, um, and they have the rules of what that meal can be. Um, but in the meantime, they're kind of giving you... Um, amino acid tablets, just basically just enough to feed your body so you have energy with the highest level nutrients, just amino acids, things that are uh, certain cleanses for your stomach. Um, and uh, it basically gives me just enough control to not feed into my impulses. Mm. Like I'm there, I'm smelling stuff. It's like, oh God, I want to eat that. I want to chair into that burger. But then I was like, oh, I'm, the cleanse is, and you know, and I guess there, the, uh, there's a bunch of herbs and all that stuff that are just keeping my stomach kind of calm. So I just can muster up enough discipline not to fall into the trap and get over the hump, right? 
and sell. It's good. It's it's you know, but I'm gonna also mix this up with like 36 hour fast so I can hit my object my objective um, 170 in March and or April. Boom. And how long does Perium you do Perium for the whole time or it's like a month long thing? Or you do it all. I mean, I mean, I'm I, I bought two like two months worth. Okay. Um, and I can even split that up because now once I get going, then I can still just do one meal a day, maybe eat some fruits if I don't want to do the Purium, and then go back on the Purium. You know what I mean? So what kind are the, of, go ahead. What are the rules that they, of the food? Um, no bread, basically. Boom. No bread. I can eat potatoes. I can eat, you know, chicken, beef, you know, one meal, but that's it. It's one no meal. bread, no crackers, no. What about None rice? No rice. No, no starchy cooked stuff. Just, just potatoes is the only thing that, you know, which is fine with me. It's basically bread with water in it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then I've, well, been, okay. I've been loving the, um, the sweet potato too. Mm. I've been doing the sweet potato too. So, um, yeah, just meat, broccoli, or some kind of vegetable, and uh, some sweet potato or regular potato. And fruit's fine? You can, but I haven't been, you know, doing it, you know. Um, what about dairy? No. No dairy? No. Oh, well, no, you can do dairy. Yeah, you oh, can okay. do dairy. Because you only eat one meal a day. Okay. You know what I mean? So, and I've always believed like in the one meal a day. Me too. That's, that's what's up. That's what's up. You were I mean, the first person to interest with the warrior diet. You're like, warrior diet book. Like, that makes yeah. sense. It's yeah. one meal a day because it's what gets me through it is, you know, it keeps getting easier as I get cleaner, but you look forward to that one meal. Yeah. And then you eat it like around five or six, and then you before you go to bed, your stomach's empty again. Yeah. And then you take the the, the last part of the cleanse that give you this like cherry syrup, I mean like tart cherry. It, it does all kinds of good stuff for you. And then this other cleanse when you go to bed. I'm about to check into that. <clears throat> Sounds interesting. Yeah. So. All right. So boundaries. So you're saying what well, you you oh. were just saying it's it's very complicated because if we already start out in chaos then whatever we're building from that point, especially if we're getting bad information and, and eating a bunch of bullshit, like wh- how do we get out of that? Man, that's the matrix, right? Yes. How do we get out of it? Because we are born into, we we're born into lies, poison, and, and drugs. We're, we're addicted to drugs, we're addicted to lies, and we're just confused. And it's getting worse. Now, like when we grew up, we knew what a man and a woman was. Now these kids growing up these days don't even know what their sexuality is, what's a man, what's a woman, what, what's the difference. So, yeah, I guess, you know, we just got to accept that's the reality. The reality on earth is we're born into a mess. So as soon as you realize that, then you it's up, it's gonna be up to you. There's no one to blame. This is the game we're playing, right? This is the game of life on earth. So it's up to us to step out. The only way I really know is fasting. Like go to the woods, go go camping, break free, fast. I also do recommend in the right way and in the right place and time and, and around the right people, certain medicines like mushrooms or acid. Those can help you just not don't do it every day. Don't take a Superman dose, but they can help you. Uh, expand your awareness of what's going on because there's a lot more going on than what our senses can uh, ascertain. And so if you've never done it, I do recommend it. Take a journey to see all that and that can that can kind of show you like, oh, wait a minute, there's more than what I thought. And so that can be helpful. Fasting, whoo, fasting is big. Fasting, we're going we're gonna to have to definitely do many Many, We're going to talk about fasting many times. Because, again, it's about energy. I have more energy. And if, if I'm trying to unravel these mysteries, it takes energy. For instance, here's a lie that most people believe is that you're going to die if you don't eat or drink 
for three days, right? <laughs> that's not true. I know that's not true because I've, I've done it multiple times. I've gone five days without eating or drinking, and they were the most profound cleanses that I ever had. And let's get into a little bit of the nitty-gritty. You still urinate every day like clockwork in the morning and in the evening without drinking anything. It's fascinating. I still have energy to walk around. Now, I'm not saying it was fun. It wasn't fun. <laughs> uh, you go through a lot of cleansing. It's very rapid. It's very, and I don't recommend everybody just diving into it. I call, it's called dry fast. Don't just dive into that. I, I recommend if, you're gonna, if you want to cleanse, do something like Purium. That's cool. That's a good, that's a good way to ease into mm -hmm. uh, cleansing. You know, it's like it's guided step by step. So that would be like the first way I would recommend. And then maybe do a juice fast, couple, two, three days. Then, you know, go back to eating and then do a water fast, distilled water, a couple days. And, and do that for a while. And then maybe try a dry fast, like a one day, 48 hour dry fast. Um, and then maybe try, you know, there's, there's so many different cleanses. They're all going to be helpful. But I'll tell you what, water fasting is the most powerful, except for dry fasting. That is the most powerful. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that, uh, that's a good point. Because, like, you need, you need energy to... And, too, like, as you were saying, so once you kind of... Because, to me, um, understanding the real world that I'm living in, not what I've been told, what I've observed, what, yes. I, what I've heard not from what people I respect, um, seeing success, seeing outcomes, now I know that um uh you need a lot of energy to unravel this yes you need a lot of energy it, it's and plus once you acknowledge what it is and that's what i'm saying all i can do is have self-knowledge of myself my purpose and create my boundaries as i go into this chaos right yes i'm going into this chaos of people who think this and all the silly things or mm -hmm. all kinds of people yeah traumatized people and i'm trying to you know even in the space of women trying to date you don't even know what you're dealing with. So nope. many levels. All you have is self-knowledge and your boundaries. Yes. And that's how you carve it out and find out who's who. Yes. And like you said, it is about energy. So so fasting is, is great because it really allows your body to heal everything. Your body is way smarter than you. It's way smarter than any doctor. It knows exactly what's going on. It knows the order of importance of everything going on in your body. So when you take a break from eating... And, and drugs and all that stuff, then your body just goes into healing mode. And it's not fun. It's a process. And But when you, when you get, when you finish fasting and then you go back to eating, right, that's when you reap the rewards. And the reward is energy, emotional energy, of physical energy, mental energy, and clarity. And when then you have the energy to tackle things you've always wanted to do. To go for, you have inspiration. You, you can go for your dreams. You can think about complicated things like cryptocurrency. You know what I mean? You can be like, like before in your normal life, you're like, everybody's crypto, NFT. And you're like, even you start to think about it and like you get tired. <laughs> your brain hurts. You're like, you're like, I'm not going to think about that. When you have energy, you're like, oh, that's interesting. Let me, let me go and peruse it and start to absorb this new information. Or let me, you know, oh, what's this going? There's a conflict going on in Russia. And the news is like, lie, 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 lie. And you, you just want to believe them because you don't have the energy to go ascertain it. Or they're like, take this shot. Because it's blah, 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 blah. And you're like, okay, I guess I'm... And you, and you think, let me go investigate. And you start to read and it's, you get tired and bored. And you're like, no, no, You don't have the energy for that stuff. When you do these cleansing, though, you have the energy to tackle anything that mm -hmm. is possible for a human being. And yeah, so that's, that's why it's sensitive. You can push yourself again. Yes. You know, push yourself. Ener it, you can have energy that keeps you plateaued 
but do you want the energy that you can push and explore and 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 all in all areas? Yeah. Start a new business. You know yeah. what I mean? Start a new business takes so much energy. Not and it's not just physical, it's mental and mm-hmm. emotional energy. It takes emotional energy to put yourself at risk and be vulnerable and fail. Like, you know, even to, to go out, to start dating again. These mm-hmm. things take a lot of energy on all these levels. Mm-hmm. Cleansing and fasting will give you that energy. Yes. Because it all starts with energy. And if your energy has been skewed from day one, it's your duty. It You, you need to make it your business to understand this shit. Yes. Because you're already aging. Now you're just accelerating aging. And then, like you were saying, you were like, I mean, I mean, how could I tackle anything if I don't have energy? And then then it, it connects to the other thing we were saying is like with, with with very low battery energy it's hard to to seek out and use my critical thinking i want to believe the fairy tale because it's easier oh yeah because yeah. i don't have energy the, the, the fairy tale takes less energy to to believe because the, the because the belief uh, the thinking is already done for you right uh, for you to i love what you're saying too it's like just you got to go into the world uh, know that there's chaos. you got to go into the chaos with the knowledge that you have gained yourself, not mm. the knowledge you've been told. You cannot trust any knowledge that you've been told on this planet. That's not the planet we live on. It's not this fairy tale where you can trust really anything. Sometimes it's true. Some Often it's not. So you must use your logic and you must listen all around and see what does it make sense with what I've observed, with what I feel, with what is logical. And as you grow older, you, you get better and better at discerning what is true, what is not true. And I'll tell you this, what you see on mainstream media is not true. What you read in mainstream media is not true. It's almost never going to be completely true. There will most of the times be some truth mixed with like false paradigms, tons of implications of falseness. It's designed to keep you weak, tired, and uh, dependent. Dependent. Right. On, on things that aren't actually effective in living a, a, a real life. And they count on you being tired and forgetful. So they'll tell you one thing, and three months later, they'll tell you another thing that completely contradicts what they said before, and you'll just forget what they said before, and just be you're like, and someone, and there's like that cos- cognitive dissonance. They'll be like, oh, so you believe this? Be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what about this? Like, just the other day, I was talking with someone, um, a woman. I was red-pilling her. Ooh. <laughs> she handled it really well. Ooh. Really well. Okay. So she was like, <laughs> it was a woman I, I just started seeing. Um, and we were driving back from a weekend. It was a good trip. We did some dancing. And then um, she was like, something about, somehow Trump came up. And I was like, yeah, I like Trump. And she goes, she goes oh, yeah, yeah, right. I was like, no, I like Trump. And she was like, I know most people can't even believe it. They can't even believe it. Like I didn't just you know do this with this guy, and he, he he's thinking that way. She was like, she was like, oh yeah, it's funny. I was like, no, I'm serious. She's like, pull over. Wow. She was joking, okay. but 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 I, she was like, are you? She, she took it like a few minutes to realize, and then I was like, yeah, I like Trump. And I was like, do you like Biden? She's like, I was like, did you vote for Biden? She's like, yeah. Do you regret that vote? She's like, no. And I was like. I was like, okay, well, she's like, why do you like Trump? And so I told her why. Boom, I like him because of this, that, this. He did, he, he would help black people. How did he help black people? Well, there's there's opportunity zones. There was these loans he gave for black people. There was um, 
uh, the, he helped people get out of jail that were like nonviolent criminal, like all this stuff. I had facts, right? Why do you like Biden? Um, exactly. And then, and then, and then we started to, so then we go more deeper, right? And then there was like, um, and I'll go, and she had actually, um, worked with Beto, which is the Democrat governor or he ran for governor here. So she'd worked for his campaign. So I'm like, why do you like Beto? She goes, well, I don't like the governor of Texas. I was like, why? And she started talking about, I don't like what he did for schools. And I was like, why? I just want to know, right? Talk to me. Um, and she was like, well, I don't like how he handled the school shooting, blah, blah, blah. So she's a teacher and it got, uh, she's like, she got triggered by those horrible tragedies. You know what I mean? Um, but the reality is they don't happen a lot. Even though she was like, Texas is leading in it. Still, you probably are more, I don't know what the, I don't know what the actual detail numbers are, but you're probably more likely to get hit by lightning than get shot in a, as a teacher. That's a in, fact. In a school shooting. So it's not something that you should realistically worry about. But we're not realistic beings. That's fine. I get it. You're close. You're emotional. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So fine. You don't like how he handled it. And then we start talking about abortion. And she's like, I also, like, I can't believe that it's, you know, abortion is illegal here and I have to go to New Mexico. And I was like, well, when do you think the cutoff should be? I don't know. Well, when do you think the cutoff is in these questions? I don't know. I said, they, I said, you know what late-term abortion is? She goes, what's that? I go, that means... They allow you to have an abortion all the way up to nine months, even up to birth. Have the birth, then kill it. She's like, that's not true. I go, it's not true? No, that's not true. Look it up. I mean, you're, and, and then I was like, so we should look it up. It's true. Virginia, California, different states. I don't have the whole list. I'm not an expert on this. But different states have these law where it's legal. So every Democrat politician, they always answer the same about this. But, but yeah. There's, there's laws in America that will allow you to abort a baby even after it's born. Okay. So that she, when she heard that, she was like, she didn't believe for a while, looked it up. She was like, oh, my God. And then, and then it was like, uh, you know, she had to re- reevaluate everything. It's just amazing how people are just so ignorant. I was like, so you were campaigning? And, and I was like, so what's Beto's stance? She's like, I don't know. I was like, I bet you his stance is like every other Democrat not every other, but almost every other, right? I bet Tulsi Gabbard's is not on that click. But everyone who's in the Democrat group, they're all on the board with this that are politicians. And they all answer the same when you ask them. They go, you know what they say? You go, what's your stance on abortion? You know what they say? What? They go, I'm not a doctor. This is a decision that should be handled between a doctor and a patient. And I was like, that's what they all say. She's like, no, I don't believe that. I was like, I was like what's Beto's stance? Let's find out. And so we found out. I was like, I bet you he says that. Exactly what he said. And she was stunned. But this is all readily available information. So a lot of these people were just going around half-cocked, all these passionate beliefs, ignorant. You know what I mean? Man, and and that's another thing. I mean, it happens with men, but mostly with women, I'm finding out, not all. But um, that when you ask them, they'll basically, when they hear a fact, um, and you call them on it to specifically tell why you don't believe that they have no answers for the most part it's pretty consistent just like you said with the politicians how they answer those questions oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying all no but it's, it's men too though it's many men it's many like men many- too but they're betas and and if you know um if they're not critical thinkers it's just as bad as anything you know what i mean like it doesn't matter but it just seems like a woman has a proclivity for that because you know, facts, you know. Well, uh, they're more, yeah, feminine yeah. and they more emotional. They think through emotion. Yeah, yeah. And so mm-hmm. when you hit them with a fact and it goes against the narrative and, and their ego is invested in that, right? 
then they're like shocked and they don't believe and they're saying no and then you call them out on it and but you also too to 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 uh another thing that certain men do with women and they shouldn't do all of us shouldn't do it is when they say something like that you got to challenge them but then again what's happening is most men won't do that because they probably won't get laid yeah yeah that's <clears throat> a real afraid. fact oh yeah yeah that's a real fact yeah. so you talk about abortion you, t- you you say i believe in it like i said if i was a woman i would want the choice but um you know and i look at it that way i don't believe in it. i say maybe a person has one you know one time to do it if if something happens you know and you can't afford it or this or that you get one you don't use that ever again and plus i would in, i would implore people to go look at um um an abortion actually being done. Yeah. There's nowhere for your soul to hide. You know, on every part of your bone in your body, it's wrong. It's pulling this thing out. It's breaking apart. You're ripping its arm off. Yeah. It's wrong. And what, yeah. Find out. Yeah. If I don't want to, I, I would be in a place where it's like something where it's like, there's, there's a, there's a very defined day when like, you know, I like the heartbeat rule actually. As soon as the heart heart's beating it's too over. late, done. Um, and before that though, you need, you need to get educated. So you're going to find out, yeah, what, what exactly happens? Here's what happens. We go in there and we crush look at it. it and then talk to women. Yeah, look at it, see it, talk to, you have to talk to like f- four women, two who are happy they got abortions and two who are happy they didn't get abortions. So now you're fully educated. Now, okay, you still want it? Go ahead, as long as it's within the window. That's something, I, I would be doing something like that. But you find like most women, you know, won't look at it. Like this one chick was going out there showing it. Here's the video where you sit down and look at it. They won't, they leave the room. Yeah. Because they know once they see it, there's nowhere for their soul to hide. Ooh. It's it's straight up black and white. That's wrong. Never do it. You know what would be an interesting study too? I wonder if anybody's done this. Is this to see how many like how many women regret getting abortions and how many are had? Like years after. So let's say like after they're once they're, you know, yeah, like in their fifties. Okay. Study of women in the fifties who got abortions. How many are happy they did? How many happy they did? That would be very interesting. You know, and, and two, like I find, like you know, certain women, um, you know, that are older, like if they're if they're those women that uh, can't admit that they were wrong, and I feel there's a lot of men and women, um, but um, once they uh, once they uh, have to acknowledge that um, that that's wrong, um, um, where was I going with that? Um, uh, certain women who can't admit that they're wrong. When they're oh yeah, wrong. so they'll double down on it, and then they'll convince themselves and everyone else that shit tastes good, like because they have to believe it. They I think have that's, to. Yeah, I think that's the beginning of mental disease too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because once you have to, you're, you now you're convincing yourself. Like a lot of times, like when women are older, you know, and men, but I'm just I'm using women as this analogy. Um, because I'm trying I'm trying to learn about women, which is almost impossible. But you can at least <laughs> you can at least look at the outcomes and study them. And so when women are older and they've got set in their ways and they can't find a man, um, what they'll have to do is say, well, I love my life the way it is. And basically they're convincing themselves that doo-doo, it tastes good and it's good and you should, you know, like it too, you know? So they have to convince that what their choices yeah. led Certain to. women do that. Certain but, but then certain, but then there's also a lot of it like, you know what? I messed up. You know who, I think it was, did you hear that girl who's just a singer? I forget who she was, like famous singer in one of those like pop groups. Um, but it was like that pop group that was like the Spice Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Spice Girls girl. Which uh, one? The biracial one? Uh, I, I think it was her. So, sorry, crowd, for not having the data. But I just read it like last week. But basically, she had she got raped, got an abortion, and uh-huh. now regrets it. She's like, I wish I'd had that baby. 
Wow. I know. I was like, oh that's why my you don't God. hear it. You don't hear it because you don't want you. That's why it, I don't know if it's being suppressed, but um, it would make sense that they suppress those things. The people that regret things, the liberal media, right? You know, because then that's a seed that's put into people that are believing nonsense. You know what I mean? For the most part. So they don't want to plant that seed. That's why it's always going to be get critical thinking, keep people away from how the world really works. Because if they understand that, then then we have less power. Yeah. Right. And that's just the bottom line. So, yeah, I just love people that can admit. That's another part of like people like who can actually admit that they're wrong. And uh, so she took that well. I mean, she actually like when you saw that face that I love when people are getting new information and they can't run oh, from it. Oh, she did. You know what? I really enjoyed it because it never it never got heated. Um, the only time she got emotional when she was talking about um, the school shootings and she was at, she went to school the next day and was kind of like traumatized. Fair, fair enough. You know, I'm not a teacher. I'm not a woman. So it's like, I get it. Like that you could be traumatized, even though it's not logical. It's like chances of it's not, not logical, but, um, but yeah. Never got him. We'd had a discussion. Every time I brought up a fact, boom, I was like, so you're still going to vote? For, would you vote for Biden again? She was like, basically, she was like, I, I, I have to spend some time thinking about this. I, I got to digest these. I was like, yeah, you just got red pills. She's like, okay, I got to take time to digest these red pills. Exactly. I was like, that's cool. Yeah. She, she handled and this it is well. a teacher. Like, statistically, kids getting shot up in schools is so statistically insignificant. I mean, it's not insignificant, but it's not happening. Statistically, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Statistically, it is. Most people are getting shot by handguns, you know, dying for other stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? So if you can look at it like that, and I'm finding that it's so hard uh, for the emotional thinking of women to do that. I think it's because they need to be the, around the balance of the male. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because th- that information, if you if you leave her to her own devices, she's going to want to... I think women are more um, uh, prone to believe, like they say, women, men by books that are you know nonfiction and women by fiction mm-hmm. but together you need them both we need them right? both we yes. need them both because they're very important pieces but if a woman's left to her own devices she's going to want to believe what she wants to believe and yeah. and this goes because i was watching listening to this podcast on the way and I've, I've seen this happen in many different podcasts but rape will come up right and and the minute if that person is that, that female's been raped she cannot hear the logic and the statistics she can't because now she's triggered and she's like, you don't understand what it's like. And you can't tell her, hey, that's just your experience. It doesn't reflect what's actually happening. You mean so, like because she starts hating men or? Or no, she just, she she wants to say, uh, so when I got raped and I started seeing that the other women and then they were getting raped and then in her mind, it's running rampant. Oh, oh Right. Yeah, it's yeah. going, it's happening more. And then it's, and then it's not being reported and all this as a critical thinker. You know, and, and and the guys who try to approach it critically say, you know, there's probably a few types of situations that actually happen. The females that lie and manipulate with it. That's one. Then yeah. there's the females that were flirting with a guy and then let it go too far. And then the guy started getting too rough and, and doing stuff. And then mm-hmm. it was she had to go through with it. And then she didn't like what happened, mm-hmm. you know, and, and she felt some type of way about it. But uh, and then there's the women that actually get raped. Right. So all those three are getting all mired up. Yeah. You know, yeah, one's borderline. Yeah. It's really hard to find. But like there's ones where like the dude she never met before he follows right. her home. But that's OK. So that's, there's that. And that's statistically, 100%. that's happening not as much as the other the, two. The, the, the other two. Right. Ones. Yeah. So there's the manip- manipulators and then the ones that 
were flirtatious with the guy and didn't know he was an asshole. Mm-hmm. And of course, I say that's wrong. A man should be able to stop on a dime yes. and should respect that woman. Yes. But it happens. It you, does happen. And then, so next time, maybe you'll say as a woman, and I think that one happens the most. That's the one that happens the most. The one where they're messing where, around. Well, she's and, flirting and she's like, you know, playing with her powers and then it gets out of hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that one and happens the most. And alcohol. Alcohol, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that one happens the most. There's the manipulative females. They're I just lying. Just lying. Yeah, that probably doesn't happen all that often, but, but it's, it yeah, has it's, a, it's, it's oh, a it's place. in there. It's yeah. It's probably like the same with the actual rape victims. You probably. know what I mean? Yeah. And then that the other ones in between mucking the waters up. But mm-hmm. women don't have to realize like a lot of it's your fault. So next time, don't get drunk. Understand your boundaries with men. Start to move a little more cautious, and you know, with clarity. You know what I mean? So you know, getting drunk. If it you, not every guy out there has control you 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 cross him over it's over he's having sex tonight <laughs> you yeah, know which mean? is not right it's it not, which right. Is not right not at right. all no 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 but you but. Have, but they have to be aware and a lot of females fight that one because they say he should be able to stop on a dime i know the world yes, should, should be the he world should. should be a perfect place but it's you not. have to go in there armed with knowing there's guys out there yeah. that have no control yeah and you should not yeah you should not be getting drunk with a strange man alone and and, and making out and and let you know so that's what critical thinking leads you so you can actually be effective and understand what's actually happening. You know, and statistically how she handled that, if she goes back and sits, oh, that doesn't happen as often as people get shot with handguns. Yeah. That's happening more than anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we talked about guns too. And stuff. Yeah, so that was cool. It was good. She was, she was a critical thinker, could, could handle it. Uh, I enjoyed it. All right, I think right. that was that was a good that was, that was a good one. episode. We we, uh, we we went we we t- touched a lot of topics. We're letting you know who we are. Uh-huh. You know, this is what we're about. You know, critical thinking, truth. What what actually is going to help you be effective in the real world as it exists, no matter yes. what you think, yes, or want to believe. Don't trust anybody. Or don't trust us. Don't trust the news. Don't trust anybody. Listen, ascertain, use your logic. Base it upon your experiences, what makes sense to you. Go do your own testing. Go do your own experiments. We are all scientists on this journey of life that I don't think anyone really understands fully. So just try to understand what you can um, and, and move forward and love the truth. That's what I recommend. Love the tr- Fall so deeply in love with the truth that it's never even a temptation to lie or believe in a lie. And that, and the truth is going to help you have a very fulfilling life. Yes. The truth is sacred. The truth is firm ground that you can stand on through any storm. Lies? Woo. Unstable, baby. Unstable. It'll, it'll seduce you and, and, and you know, um, let's, let's just, before we go, let's just think about it. So if you invest in a lie, I think what happens is you waste a lot of time. Ooh, yes, you do. That's, I think that's the real crime because tick tock, tick tock. So if you're believing in something that's not yielding outcomes that you're looking for and you're still doing it and you're not going to get anything, real knowledge is going to allow you to apply it and see real results. There, there it you is. There you go. You know? So. All right, Dan. We out. Holla!